0: What a rock! By David Montgomery! Spencer Heffernan! What's shaking, my brother? My brother from another mother
1: truck ended up rolling over while trying to get through a grass median along I-76.
0: I'm just her boy, soy and a single Roy. She don't like me, this she cheat on the boy. She don't see me cuz a minute he call, she don't like me when I'm coming so poor. I just want to smoke on the roof like it's 2015.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the I-76 podcast. I'm Dave and I'm Spencer. We are back after another little hiatus. How's it going, dude?
2: um well it's fine uh before we were recording i had this Volbeat song in my head that i kept singing on repeat and uh i'm not gonna do it right now but that's that's gonna be in my head the entire episode (laughs) but uh you know we're back after kind of a hiatus we were both busy and uh you know we have a couple big episodes coming up of course this we have a ton of shit to cover next week is our big
1: go ahead no i was gonna say we got nfl to go over baseball's back uh, freaking March Madness, um, Insanity with the Oscars, which we'll be talking oh my about God. with our friend Reese Young later. Yeah, Reese Young's back
2: uh, talking movies. Well, we thought we were going to be talking movies, but uh, other things happened at the Oscars that we want to get more in depth with, which I assure you could figure out what we're referring to, but we don't want to <laughs> spoil anything. Right. But next week is our big WrestleMania SmackDown in Your Face episode. But we're not going to talk about wrestling except uh, our friend Mark Madden
1: is in the news this week, isn't he, Dave? Yeah, so Pittsburgh media legend Mark Madden um, kind of got ratioed by 100% amazing human being Ric Flair, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, Tommy Dreamers, boy. So, yeah, they're, uh, Mark Madden, I think, started like some type of wrestling podcast with him. And Mark Madden tweeted about how he... Uh, resigned from the position and then rick flair within minutes quote tweeted him in response and was like i actually like told you to leave the podcast yeah. so like he actually got <laughs> fired and yeah uh that has been all over pittsburgh twitter as of the past 24 hours so you know mark Maden's kind of a human trash bag so it's been good to see
2: Is there's one person i want to get on this podcast it's mark madden dude he should i know he would i know he would never do it but that's my ultimate dream like or, i like i talked about it wanting like my dreams of like cece Sabathia or LeBron on the podcast I would take Mark Madden any day over anybody Bro, on the podcast he
1: he shits on anyone with like a local like low key podcast yeah I meanwhile well, he gets like fired from all the ones he's ever been a part of so <laughs> yeah uh, I prayer, love- prayers for Mark Madden um just kidding screw you
2: yeah he's one of our two uh down bads of the week we have mark madden and will smith who we'll get to
1: (laughs) i ruined it but that's fine it's fine it's fine well you've been uh kind of down bad recently oh my god dude i've been do you want to jump jump right into that
2: where did we last leave
1: off the super bowl yeah our last episode was the recap of that okay well a
2: lot of shit happened since then dave with the cleveland browns we have new face of the franchise but let's start out with the positive okay austin hooper's gone he is out of here c'est la vie by bewitched he's gone i'm thrilled but it was weird because at that time we're getting rid of everybody like we got rid of treader we got rid of landry who we'll get into in a minute we got rid of uh hooper like i just said Mari cooper comes in i'm like okay Still doesn't make sense why we cleared up so much cap space, but it's all right. And then it happened:
1: the Cleveland Browns
2: trade for Deshaun Watson. Can you That's, remind me?
1: Can you remind me for how many first round picks?
2: Yeah, they, we got a three first round picks. Like, are you fucked? Like three first round picks? Like so I like, would
1: two hundred thirty guaranteed
2: for a guy with twenty two civil active civil cases going on. Twenty-three, or two hundred thirty million guaranteed. We give up three first-round draft picks and like a third and a fifth. Like, are you fucked? Like seriously? Like everyone's like, oh, Andrew Barry's a genius. How? No, I can't even think of a. I what do you? Yeah. Besides, like Prime Brady, I don't know if I would trade three first-round picks for anything.
1: Yeah, I mean that's literally putting all your chips on the table for this guy who's not even guaranteed to play, who also hasn't even played for over a year.
2: I know. <laughs> oh my God. And poor Baker throughout all this, like, is he, is he better than Deshaun Watson as a person? Yes. As a quarterback. No.
1: And Hey, Spencer. Hey, do you remember a year ago? You guys are coming fresh off a playoff win against the Steelers and, uh, you know, all of Brown's nation. What what what's the name of your fan base collectively called? Do you guys have a name? Uh, I mean, there's the dog pound. There's All right, uh, well, well, the entire dog pound wanted sure. Baker, Baker to be paid a hundred million. Do you remember that? Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Baker's still my quarterback, but he got royally screwed, man.
1: Oh, he got completely screwed over by the Browns. I I, I won't even deny that.
2: Yeah, he got just like Odell. Like he's he just got like. Yeah, Osman. Awesome. I can't put words together right now, Dave. I am so unhappy. And it's been what a week since this happened Yeah, and This is our first time recording. I'm still livid. Like, how do you have 22 women come forward? And I'm sorry if this gets like, you know, like a trigger warning, I suppose, but like 22 women come forward and say that you sexually assaulted them. Someone's telling the truth in there. Okay. You can't have 22 counts. I'm sorry.
1: It's a, uh... Look, I'm not going to make this all about myself and Steelers fans, but i hope hope in this situation, you wouldn't make it about yourself as no, not, 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 (laughs) not in response to that, but I just mean in in front of all the uh, defensive positions that a lot of Browns fans have taken since this has happened with the amount of jokes that I've had to hear about big Ben over the past 18 years of my life. It's uh, just a little ironic. Just saying.
2: Yeah, no. And um, I'm going to, I'm going to continue to make those jokes B- b- the reason i say that is because I'm one of the only Browns fans that's like, I don't want this guy with his baggage here. Like, you think Odell had baggage and you want Deshaun Watson? Did you see? Excuse
1: I was- me? I I So, I know you watched a lot of the interview that he had with uh, your owners last week. Oh, no! No, you're wrong! Because our owners were too cowardly to show up. Or was it just Stefanski?
2: It was Stefanski and Barry.
1: Didn't they just dodge questions the entire time?
2: Uh it was really awkward
1: um so barry
2: did the best of the three of them but he still really dodged the questions and I like, I like a lot of our reporters like particularly um wow that was a difficult word for me to say but uh marla Rittenauer came out this week and made a kind of put out her own testimony about sexual assault and her experience with it which was like really brave of her and she's like yeah the browns you know opened these wounds for like survivors and stuff and it's true so i'm like when I say something, I'm not talking about her. Like, she did a, right. a great job in response. Um, so I just wanted to give her a shout-out because I know, you know, we have so many listeners. But, um, like, some of the questions were, like, so do you think, uh, Mr. Barry, Mr. Stefanski, do you think Deshaun Watson's guilty? Like, what, are, <laughs> what are they going to say? Yes? Like, we just gave him $230 million guaranteed. Yeah, we think he's guilty.
1: Like, come on. Like, you you could do a little better than that. Hey, Coach Cower, did Big Ben wreck his motorcycle? uh yes we're not gonna die that like what what a stupid freaking question and also the browns posted that whole long statement about how they did like a deep investigation on the background of of watson over the past six five or six months which two things with that one if that investigation has been going on within the browns organization for the past five months then were they looking into watson back in october (laughs)
2: <laughs> I mean, there were talks about it during the season last year when everyone thought he was getting traded for Tua.
1: I'll get to the Dolphins
2: just... in a minute, by the way, but shout out to the Dolphins. But and... like everyone's like, oh, what if we get Watson here? But at the end of the day, we're like, well, nah. Then
1: the the second point with that, if it's been that long and that deep of an investigation, um, they didn't discuss any of it with any of the lawyers present no. or any of the women pressing these charges. So
2: Yeah, and they tried to address that. And they're like, yeah, we didn't want to interfere interfere with the ongoing case.
1: Well, like, you, the, why you did you invest, talk to one side invest, of them? You invested in a ongoing case, like, oh
2: my. Yeah, God. I'm sure they're. If you could talk to you know the defendant, I'm sure you could. I mean, obviously, like you want to protect the identities yeah. of like the victims exactly, and yeah. stuff, but like to not even like reach out to like their attorneys or you know whatever practice they're at. Like, there's no excuse for that, and. Yeah. Like I said, are we a better team with Deshaun? Yes. Do I want him here? Absolutely not. And it's going to feel dirty cheering for him to be successful in Cleveland for
1: at least the next five years, apparently. I just, I just don't know how a, a Browns fan can't feel like they sold their souls for this moment.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, Baker had the keys to the city. Like, he was everybody's golden boy, and obviously he had a down year this year. Obviously, he was hurt. I blame him partially, but I most... Blame Stefanski. Everyone's like, all right, this is both of their make or break years. And what do they do? We get another Dave. (laughs) I'm so unhappy. I'm sorry, man. Like, let's say he's an innocent man and he didn't have any charges. I'm running through the wall right now. Like he's (laughs) obviously a talented quarterback. I'm not taking that away from him, but if you guys bitched about Odell wearing a watch, but you're fine with Deshaun Watson being the (laughs) face of your organization, you need to get your priorities straight.
1: And the whole just, I, I swear like 80% of Browns Nation right now is just like, oh, well, innocent until proven guilty. I'm like, you had, you do not have any of that energy with Big Ben whatsoever. You had none of that en- energy with like anyone else that's been accused of something like that in the past couple of years in, in the NFL. So you're just completely flip-flopping on your entire stance.
2: Yeah, like are we going to bring back Kellen Winslow Jr. as tight end?
1: <laughs> oh God.
2: <laughs> like seriously, like what is wrong with people? It's like... Do you know who else is innocent, Dave, apparently in the court of law? Casey Anthony. Do we want her being a representative of our organization?
1: you want her starting quarterback?
2: Casey Anthony at quarterback. <laughs> OJ is the new running back coach. <laughs> uh, who else got off of crimes? I don't know.
1: Um, Just an all-time problematic NFL starting team. Well, we but, already, yeah. But, yeah, the, the thing that I'm just focused on now is what's going to happen with Baker because the Browns were so stupid and completely diminished his entire value.
2: It really did. And I mean, granted, he had a down year, like I said, but he's still what he, you have to put him in the top 32 best quarterbacks in the NFL. Like he's going to, he deserves a starting place somewhere, whether that's Seattle, Detroit, I don't, somewhere like he he's going to get the starting job and it should be here and the fact that we gave up on him this early because you know we see the pretty girl that's you know more pretty than the one we have now like everyone's complained about chemistry how do we know he's going to have chemistry with anybody he hasn't
1: played football in a year and i mean i know we're going to talk about but without landry and only one solid wide receiver that's proven himself right now
2: well, I don't know, Dave. Landry might come back. There was rumors that a former Browns receiver is now open to the idea of returning to Cleveland because of the new quarterback situation.
1: I'm trying to think of like a really crappy former wide receiver I could bring up just as a joke, but I can't even think of anyone for, for the Browns right now.
2: Just Kenny Britt comes in? <laughs> no, so what if it's OBJ?
1: Uh... I don't know. I think after the whole Super Bowl, that's not going to happen.
2: No, I know. I I could dream. <laughs> I could dream. But of course, Antonio Brown also said he wanted to come here right yeah. after the trade.
1: <laughs> Literally the day after you guys got Watson, Antonio Brown tweeted the Cleveland Antonio Browns. Like, bro, what's going on?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, our more our you know morals are such of ho- are of such high you know prestige. We might I, as well bring him into. I, I was going to
1: say, and as someone who roots for chaos, I, I say go for it. I hope I want Cleveland to witness everything that uh, Pittsburghers had to go through with AB.
2: Put him and Watson in the same locker room. What's for the love of God. (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah,
2: What could go wrong? Let's do it. Andrew Barry. You're so much better than John Dorsey. And I'm so happy you're in Cleveland. (laughs) That's a joke. I'm not. And it's Kevin Stefanski. Oh my God. I want to punch him in his pug eyed face right now. Just like (laughs) caress and kiss him. And then just beat him up
1: yeah i don't have much else to say other than you guys just you guys were so stupid when it came to baker like so let's just do a quick timeline of this because i don't want to linger on too long but let's just do a quick timeline so the browns um a report went out that said the browns were interested in going for watson Obviously that, that would piss off Baker, you know, like you guys have been promoting him as like your franchise guy. Yeah. Then it comes out a new article. Watson's not going to Cleveland whatsoever. And that came, out on,
2: that came out on my birthday. And I was like, this is a great birthday present. I don't have to worry about
1: this anymore. So Baker already has his hopes like ruined and confidence destroyed with the team. Um, so obviously just from that, he wouldn't want to, you know, probably remain with the organization then it comes out oh wait the browns offered a shit ton of money to watson and only then would deshaun watson you know agree to that and sign on with them
2: yeah i don't know what our problem is i mean i can't stress it enough how much baggage has to be there for the browns to be like do you want probably gonna stay away from him baker does a decent enough job we'll give him another year like where do we draw the line yeah and Ugh. Dave, I hate <laughs> everything about this. Like I said, we're a better team. Deshaun Watson is a very talented football player, but I think their goal was to get Watson and trade Baker for a first rounder because we don't ha- we lost three of them. That's
1: definitely but not happening now.
2: Nobody's going to give up a first rounder for Baker now. Yeah, because of their own stupidity.
1: Yeah, everyone knows that the Browns are desperate to get rid of him now.
2: Yeah, like I heard, I saw somebody say, "Oh, we should give him to Seattle for DK Metcalf." That's not happening. (laughs) Why would Seattle do that? Yeah. I mean, granted, they're not in a winning position right now. And I'm sure they like a quarterback, you know, like Baker, as opposed to Drew Locke. But they're not giving us DK. Like, we totally diminish his value. Like, it was all internal.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
2: It's a dumpster fire, man. (laughs) I, I hate these dudes.
1: For those listening, I just want you to know that Spencer has been complaining about this to me every single day since it happened.
2: Every day. Like, where, like, I know it's a business. Okay. I know. But it's a problem with loyalty. It's a problem with ethics. Like, oh my God. Dave, why is this happening to me?
1: <laughs> to you.
2: Why is everybody happy about this?
1: yeah that's what kind of scared me the most was how quick the majority of browns fans just switched over to it
2: yeah and like two weeks ago from right now like everyone's you know baker's our guy like ride or die was six and now it's like that aforementioned twitter account on the last episode with the mc ride sound effect was comparing him to
1: johnny manzel on twitter oh god yeah i saw yeah we talked about that before yeah like yeah, that post I was comparing him to Johnny Manziel. What the hell? This dude, this dude brought you the most success that you've like seen in decades.
2: Yeah, and he—I'll tell you one thing: he should never have to buy another beer for himself in Cleveland ever again. Period.
1: Like he's uh... the best quarterback
2: we've had since Bernie Kosar. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean we don't have much to compare him to, but Johnny's the worst quarterback arguably we've ever had and and that's what we're going to compare our quote-unquote savior to now
1: yeah, you know who's you know who's the, the the real person that's been punished through all this case Keen, case Keenum.
2: oh yeah He'd be, <laughs> did a kick him to, is he still even on the roster i
1: don't know i think he might have been involved with one of the trades actually well it's so funny because um
2: we also signed jacoby Brissett
1: yeah dude that's my quarterback that's my quarterback damn it Dave G- Jacoby Jacoby Brissett's Brissette. actually like a great dude but I saw so many tweets after that that were like name an organization that has a better uh quarterback room <laughs> than the Cleveland Browns yeah what does that I'm, even like, you got Jacoby Brissett <laughs> as your backup bro like For, great yeah. great guy but like yeah come on <laughs> I mean he's I definitely
2: prefer having Case Keenan than Jacoby Brissett.
1: um so Case Keenum went to the Bills
2: no, kind of good for him. Yeah, but,
1: but you, you guys got that, what's his freaking name, that, uh, Widjineski, the linebacker. Oh, yeah. He's from Pittsburgh. He's from Pittsburgh. I forget to, I how to pronounce his last name, I, but yeah.
2: I, I don't care. But <laughs> Dave, do you remember when we were doing the episode where we were making NFL the movie and I made my Kill Bill movie about Rex Ryan killing all the mediocre quarterbacks from the early 2010s? Yes. I put Jacoby Brissett on that list, and I <laughs> I did not know that he was still in the league until we signed him.
1: Yeah, I remember, Um, I think he was the one that filled in right after Andrew Luck, right? I don't fucking know. I that. don't, dude, the Colts are just, a, they're a dumpster fire in themselves with their quarterback situation.
2: Well, that's where Baker wanted to go, but they took Matt Ryan instead.
1: Yeah, that, I don't know how I feel about that.
2: <laughs> I mean, I love Matty Ice, but at yeah. this point in his career, I'd rather have Baker, I mean...
1: For me, yep. Matt Ryan has always been that kind of guy who, at least from my perspective, was kind of like uh Matt Stafford. Like he's been in the league for so long, he just deserves some success.
2: Yeah. I I yeah. always loved, I always loved Matt Ryan. I don't yeah, know why. I just I've, was,
1: I've never really had anything negative to say.
2: Well, I mean, obviously I'm a Julio fan because of his Alabama yeah. ties. So when they were together, I thought they were fun to watch. But mm-hmm. I want to see Matt Ryan do well, but I also but I want to see Baker do even better. Like I still think that he has the caliber to be a pro bowl if he's in the right position. Yeah. I know you probably don't agree with that. Yeah. But but I mean he's better than what we made him out to be and definitely better than you know what we're making his value right now. Right. But we're dumb. You can't fix stupid unfortunately.
1: We I'm have sure, a shot. Huh? I'm sure the, the I'm sure for many episodes to come we will continue to be ranting about this anyways.
2: Oh my god. I hate these motherfuckers. Like, I hate the <laughs> Cleveland Browns. I'll, I'll, I'm, man, I made one purchase of a shirt this off, of a brown shirt this off season, and I'm happy I got a Odell Beckham shirt on Poshmark as opposed to actually giving the organization my money.
1: Yeah, I wonder how much uh you can get a Baker jersey for right now in Cleveland. Well, oh, still full price.
2: Are you kidding me? They can make money if he's still on yeah. the roster.
1: Fair enough.
2: I saw today they were selling uh, Watson stuff already on the website. Oh, Hell, God. if I see. I'm not buying that shit. Like, I'm not a Jersey person in the first place, but I am not. I don't I don't care how many Super Bowls he wins here. Uh-uh. Like, I, it's going to be so, I'm going to feel like shit cheering for these guys. Because, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying anybody's innocent or guilty, but does it, 22 is pretty damning.
1: We should, do, this is random. We should do a power ranking. Yeah, Yes. Yeah, sorry. This is completely unrelated to that. Um,
2: well, thank you for listening, Dave. It means a
1: lot. No, you mentioned you mentioned jerseys. We should, in the future, do a power ranking of jerseys that you'll just see people just, like, casually wearing around, like, a college campus or at, like, a party or something.
2: That's that. That's why I retired from the jersey game, because I just thought that whole culture was so annoying.
1: <laughs> Whenever you go to a, a, a Darty and you just see, like, 30 skinny white guys wearing an Allen Iverson jersey. <laughs> or Carmelo, Malone. True. Actually, let's do
2: it right now. Fuck it. Let, let's... <laughs> Alright, so I got Iverson Malone. Um who, uh probably Kobe's up
1: there. Yeah, Kobe's definitely up there. I've I'm guilty of that because I have a Kobe jersey and I've worn that at the parties.
2: Well Kobe's cool. Yeah. Uh okay, who else? We're just doing this off the dome. Is this
1: only NBA?
2: No, it could be any sport. Oh, Ken Griffey Jr.
1: True. Yeah. Seattle um, Mariners
2: specifically. And Bo Jackson, light blue royals. Um
1: a throwback, like, Toronto Raptors jersey, maybe.
2: Oh, yeah, like, either yeah. Vince Carter or McGrady. I mean, um, you don't see many Damon Stoudemire jerseys
1: out there. Recently, I've seen a lot of, uh, like, old school, the original Space Jam jersey.
2: You, you know, when I was in high school, my buddies and I dressed like Space Jam for Halloween one year, and I was Bill Murray. That's amazing. <laughs> um, damn, like, this is totally changing our whole episode, and I'm very okay with it. <laughs> uh, Well, around here, Baker, but you know, and that's not gonna yeah. be a thing anymore. Uh, Do you see that that TikTok of the dude at the bar wearing like four different Nick
1: Stauskas jerseys? Yeah, he <laughs> just kept taking them off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Who's a who's that huge white dude that played for the Celtics? That was kind of a meme. Celtics Scalabrini. Yes, I've seen. I've actually seen. Have couple, you really? I have seen a couple of Scalabrini jerseys before.
2: I have not. <laughs> Or how about the, like the mid-90s Seattle Supersonics, like either Kemp or Peyton?
1: Yeah, in, in Pittsburgh, it's definitely like the throwback 90s Lemieux jerseys, that's for sure.
2: Yeah. um, Not Yager?
1: Yager's up there for sure. Okay. Yager's um, a huge fan favorite here, man. I love Yager. I mean, he, he did bring a lot of success, but...
2: Yeah, he's one of my favorite hockey players of all time. I love his fucking mullet. He's still playing. No, he's
1: not, dude. He's playing in like the Czech Republican League.
2: Oh, I think meant the NHL. He, yeah,
1: you know, yeah. He like owns a he owns a team that he plays for.
2: Oh my God, he's Jackie Moon.
1: Yeah, he's Mario Lemieux. Jackie Moon's another one. Yeah, Campbell Walker. Did we say that? Campbell Walker.
2: Who the hell do you know? Dude, that Kemba I've Walker seen jerseys?
1: Kemba Walker jerseys before, like Yukon. UConn, like, UConn throwback ones, like plural. I've, I've not at the same time, but I've seen multiple before.
2: I've never seen a Kemba Walker jersey in my life. That's like somebody walking up with an Al Horford jersey.
1: I've seen Larry Bird, Larry
2: Larry Legend. Uh,
1: Recently, I've seen a couple um, Steph Curry Davidson jerseys.
2: It's so lame. You don't Christian, see that in Ohio very much.
1: Christian Leitner.
2: <laughs> Christian Leitner, honestly, probably. Yeah. Zion,
1: like at Duke. Oh, Jimmer for debt. <laughs> Jimmer.
2: Do you know what jersey? Do you know my favorite jersey I ever had was? What? A black Sacramento Kings Peja Stojakovic. That's amazing. <laughs> you want to hear the two worst jerseys I've ever owned? What? I have a Cleveland Browns RG3. And I, the worst one, I have a Cleveland Cavaliers Darren Williams. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs>
1: You know what? You know what jersey I should get for this year? Who? Mitch Trubisky.
2: Oh yeah, your new guy. Definitely the hottest quarterback in the AFC North now. Can can we jump into this?
1: Yeah, I'm sure we'll have enough to talk about the Browns for the Nets. Thirty years off this past week, so yes, the Pittsburgh Steelers have obviously been in a huge, huge quarterback fiasco the past couple of months. Um, I think I was. I'm not saying I was the first one to say it, but on one of our previous episodes, I did say I wanted us to go for not a vet, but someone that's spent a couple years in the league and wouldn't be that expensive, such as a Jameis Winston or a Mitch Trubisky. Well, guess what, Spencer? We got Mitch Trubisky. No. Not for that much money either. And because of that, we've been able to get some pretty decent free agent signings. Yeah. Really, Your
2: offensive line is much Fixed up.
1: Yeah. Our offensive line probably went from... 32nd in the league to maybe 25, so that's good. Um <laughs> we got yeah, we got still hit. better
2: than the Bengals, probably. Did they yeah, sign I
1: anybody? Know. I they I don't know. They'll, they'll probably draft a bunch and they'll be crappy as they're all rookies. But yeah, we got a couple we got freaking James Daniels, who a lot of people from Chicago Twitter have like I've seen them being like, Yeah, he's actually pretty solid. Got him, got Mason Cool. Uh in addition to that, Miles Jack from the freaking Jaguars. That's random, but I love it. Sure. Um, who freaking else? Levi Wallace from the Bills. Uh, the big talk of the town for the past week has been tyran Matthew, though.
2: You didn't get him, did you?
1: No, but we're I was about to say, I was like, I didn't ra- know about this. Us and the Raiders are the front runners right now, apparently. Oh you know, my god, that makes me so upset. You know how it always takes uh, like two days for us to post an episode once we record? Yeah, I bet. I bet you a hundred dollars, Siren Matthew signs tomorrow before we release the episode. Just yeah that happens to that. us
2: every time. That it literally the, does. You're we like, oh, are we going to extend T.J. Watt? And like, we <laughs> release the episode the day after. Literally, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So the answer is so, yes. So yeah, um, the Steelers signed Mitch Trubisky. We got a, we're able to afford a bunch of free agents because of it. Pretty, pretty soaked about that because you know what? If Tomlin can coach a team led by Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. To a winning or to a 500 season, I think we're looking not too bad with Mitch Trubisky right now. No. And you know what? Even if Trubisky's not the answer, we got him for two years. And what? it's not like we even have to have him starting that second year, anyways, because we got him for pretty cheap. So,
2: well, Dino might be your
1: starter. Who? Baker Mayfield. Bro, I saw that freaking uh, like Photoshop of him in a Steelers jersey and I wanted to vomit. I wanted to yeah, throw up. That's something that we don't want to happen. Either either one of us. You know, it's bad when someone looks bad in a Steelers jersey. So...
2: D- eh, I don't want... <laughs> Do you know? I will say one thing. Speaking of jerseys, why are we talking about jerseys, talking about jerseys so much? Anyway. Yeah,
1: we haven't talked about jerseys a lot. That's all right.
2: It, it's it, fine. It's that's our... the
1: off season for football.
2: Yeah, we'll have a ton of random episodes about uniforms and fucking mascots or whatever. I'm just saying I, your numbers throw me off. I like your throwback jerseys a lot better with like just the normal block letters.
1: Oh yeah. I, I love the block letters too. That one and, um, like the all black color rush ones are my two favorite. Okay.
2: Anyway, but yeah. <laughs> so is, is that actually a possibility for you guys to get Baker?
1: I, I don't think it's going to happen. Like Tomlin has in the media, Tomlin has never said anything good again about Baker Mayfield. And really? also uh, I mean, the, our what's his freaking name? Uh Colbert and uh Tomlin have been going to tons of pro days like for Kenny Pickett and for Malik Willis, so I I really can't see that happening.
2: God, if you guys get Kenny Pickett
1: I will cry. I'm not I will... kidding. I will actually cry. Even if he doesn't start for us this year, I will cry.
2: I cry. I've only cried two times in my life due to sporting events, and that would be three. <laughs> Wait, God. three times. Not too. I didn't cry. i was just
1: mad. Well, yeah, you kept saying that the Browns should get him until everything that happened last week. So
2: yeah, we now I want him more than ever.
1: <laughs> so yeah, you know what? I've I've been seeing a lot of slander about Mr. Vizky lately. You know what? I have a quarterback that's not problematic in the media. Um, we got him for pretty cheap. Uh, he just seems like a pretty chill dude and you can't really say that much about about him yeah he, he is a nickelodeon most valuable player award winner
2: we have two MVP. of those in our, we have two of those in our division now
1: um who's the other one it didn't i think burrow yes it was burrow um and yeah you know what i'm feeling pretty pretty good about the Steelers right now i mean we need we still need matthew we need to fix of our, defensive back you don't need
2: Matthew you guys are gonna be fine without him are you kidding Joe
1: Joe Hayden's gone so
2: well I mean is he retiring
1: dude it sucks he said he wanted to stay in Pittsburgh and I just didn't think we could afford him so we got Levi Wallace I think as kind of a replacement for him but just because he's so much cheaper than what Hayden's contract was
2: yeah Joe Hayden's the one guy on the podcast that we both love and we can't yeah. say that about a lot of football players He's just
1: an awesome dude he just loves football and <laughs> like i really admire that about him
2: yeah and i met him one time he was just cool as shit really yeah but he was <laughs> on the browns but uh I'll, I'll tell that story later but yeah joe hayden um i'd lo- let's bring him back here bring him and odell and jarvis all back
1: i don't yeah. even know how the browns can afford anyone right now so yeah like- <laughs> We don't have to go back into that, Spencer. I'm sorry.
2: We we should be acting like how the Guardians do act, which we'll get into. But um <laughs> Yeah, it's
1: good vibes. Yeah, yeah.
2: Good no, vibes. I mean, if I was a Steelers fan, I'd be very happy right now. Like I
1: think I'm um, I'm vibing, man. Yeah, great. Trubisky's
2: not the answer but long term, but he'll be salvageable until you guys go. Like I mean him.
1: you never know. And if not, then okay, it is what it is. Dude, all of these guys we're signing to are Other Trubisky's the oldest one, he's 27. All of these free agent signs we've had are younger than twenty-seven years old. Like we're gonna have a young team.
2: Well, think about this. Like, remember Ryan Tannehill was dog shit in Miami. Then he went to he went to Tennessee and I mean he's not great, but he definitely had a revival there. So maybe
1: Trubisky could be the same way. Dude, freaking Miles Jack. I freaking love that so much too. I don't. (laughs) All right, Dave. Uh rank your
2: in order, go hottest quarterbacks in the AFC North. Go.
1: Um blah, 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 I don't want to say anything good about any other quarterback. So Mitch Trubisky okay. number one. Um Burrow and Watson tied for last. Lamar two. All right. You yeah, know what? Think- even even just because he's still on your roster, I'll put Baker three.
2: Oh we're I- still so counting. Okay, then I go Baker one, Trubisky two, <laughs> Lamar three, innocent Watson four. Burrow five, Guilty Watson six.
1: <laughs> guilty Watson 137.
2: Yeah. actually do you what know, number one's Jacoby Brissett. That's my quarterback.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Well, well yeah. like,
2: do, I, do you guys, I mean, with Trubisky, do you guys still think that you're going to draft a quarterback this year?
1: Dude, everyone is leaning towards it. Like, I, a lot of people in the media in Pittsburgh are saying, well, we're so probably going to draft a quarterback first round.
2: Yeah, I imagine the Colts are the same way, because I mean they can't think that Matt Ryan's the long-term answer. Well, here's
1: the other issue. Obviously, Mason Rudolph's kind of screwed here. Even though he did say in an interview recently, he thinks he could beat out Trubisky, which is the funniest shit I've ever heard. Who said uh, that? Mason Rudolph said in, in an interview, I forget who it was for, but he said in an interview that he thinks he could beat out Trubisky. I'm like, dude, just shut the hell up.
2: Did he say that before or after he kissed his cousin?
1: Is that just a random... I'm just, I'm just calling deep, him a hit. Oh. I'm just calling him a hit, Billy.
2: <laughs> I'm just
1: calling him white trash. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, he's, like, here's the issue. I, I mean, obviously Mason Rudolph is kind of screwed, but we did sign Dwayne Haskins. This, what's it called? Like a freaking waiver where he stays hey, for another year or two.
2: Hey, that's Buckeye legend Dwayne Haskins to you.
1: No, I'm I'm, I'm I, I have nothing bad to say about him. He has not been busted going to any strip clubs in this past year, so I'm cool with him. But mm, well. here's the issue: if, if we draft a quarterback, that basically means that quarterback is. I don't know. It's just a, it would be a very stuffy quarterback room.
2: Yeah. I doubt we, we would, would have, have to get rid of those. Guys. We would have,
1: Oh, I mean, we would have to get rid of Rudolph.
2: He'd probably be the first to go. I would imagine. Right. Yeah. Be- Unless like Tomlin loves him for some reason.
1: I don't, I don't want to see that man play another snap for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't care if it's a preseason game. I don't want to see him in black and gold.
2: Like this isn't just me being a miles Garrett and Brown's fan, like hating him. He's really not that talented as a quarterback. I'm sorry. Like he's Dude, not an he's- NFL quarterback.
1: I understand that he only had like a day to prepare. He tied to the, the Detroit lions last season. Okay. That's like, inexcusable. Uh, that was, uh, and he threw some, he threw a really bad pick in that game too. But yeah, I, I don't have too much to say about the Steelers, man. I'm really happy with all of our free agent signings Uh, looking like a really young team. And it's weird because it should be a rebuild, but it doesn't really feel like even a rebuild right now. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling pretty happy. Um. Juju's gone. That is something that should be at least said. Bye, bye, Juju. So, Juju's gone. Boo, boo, Schuster, like AB says. Tyree Kill is gone from the Chiefs. So right now, Juju is effectively wide receiver number one, which is hilarious. Yeah,
2: Wyatt. Pat Mahomes might kill somebody this year.
1: He has to deal with Jackson,
2: his wife, and now Juju.
1: <laughs> the gang's all here.
2: Oh my god! I do you see the thing I tweeted? I was like. Jackson, Mahomes, and Juju are going to get in a fight in the locker room. (laughs) It's going to be like a Michael Jackson beat-it style knife fight. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) I think, like, the day after he got signed, Jackson said he wants to collab with Juju. Oh, my God, please. Please. You know what,
2: I've... That division is going to be stacked this year, too.
1: Just as a farewell to Juju, I, I always loved him when he was in Pittsburgh. All... TikTok jokes aside, he was very reliable for us. Um, and you know what? I got to see his last game uh well, other than the playoff game, I got to see his last game for the Steelers in person. So that's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. I I got to see him <laughs> get injured. <laughs> so <laughs> no nah, yeah, he's gone. And yeah, it's it's weird, man. Steelers are looking pretty empty in the whole wide receiver spot right now. So that's something we're gonna have to work on in the draft.
2: Yeah. Um and apparently, guys got a shit ton of money, and there's still guys like Julio Jones out there, who I don't know if he, somebody like that would come to Pittsburgh.
1: I I don't honestly I don't think we could afford him if we're going to yeah, plan on I'm, getting Matthew. I I'm I'm perfectly okay with just drafting a wide receiver or two and just developing them because the Steelers yeah. are really good at drafting wide receivers.
2: Yeah, and of course, you guys still have a Najee back there, and like that
1: Najee with an improved offensive line.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> that scares me as a Browns fan.
1: Um, all jokes it kills
2: me as an Alabama fan.
1: Yeah. but Yeah. And hopefully he doesn't have a sophomore slump, but I mean, with a f- fixed up offensive line, a quarterback that can maybe help him out a little bit. Also a quarterback that can easily maneuver himself and is, has more agility than a doorknob. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling pretty, pretty good right now, man. Not, not amazing, but I'm feeling good.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I still think but Cincinnati's going to be dead last in the division this year. I don't know. Well, I don't know what's going on with Baltimore. Uh, But, yeah, dude, I think both of our teams, if we're just talking strictly from a football perspective, we both improved. And
1: Well, we'll see if you're the player you got can play.
2: Well, we still have Amari Cooper, which I'm kind of
1: psyched about. Yeah, that was a good signing.
2: Yeah, roll tide.
1: Steelers should get Landry. <laughs> That would make that would probably break your heart, dude. <laughs> oh
2: my, watch the Steelers get OBJ. Bro. I no would be broken. I yeah. would become the Joker.
1: <laughs> it's your Joker origin story. Oh, my God. we I mean, driving no. driving around the back of a car with her head out the window.
2: <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. I'm a Dolphins fan now. The Dolphins are stacked.
1: Dude, they really are. I mean, we'll see how it pans out because they really should have kept Mike Florio, but. Yeah. Or Brian Flores, I... my bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they got Tyreek Hill now. Tyreek Hill. They got Waddle. I don't want to make any Tua jokes, but we'll see if he can accurately throw to Hill.
2: Hey, do, don't maybe call Chandler Rome back. He'll come on the podcast and talk about how great Tua is again.
1: I forgot about that. Yeah, I um, forgot yeah. how you talked about him. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: for the record, if you guys remember that podcast, I had a fever of one hundred and two point six during that, which is why it's probably the worst interview I've ever done.
1: Fe- <laughs> major fever. Um from you. I'm not too well knowledged in uh the world of baseball, so yeah. It was, it was Chandler's kind of...
2: like Chandler's like, why the hell am I here?
1: <laughs> we we love Chandler,
2: but uh he's definitely better than our show. <laughs> um What what other side? Oh, um Russell Wilson to the Broncos.
1: Yeah, that whole division's gonna be insane.
2: Yeah, Devontae Adams, uh who am I forgetting from that division? Oh, Mac to the Chargers.
1: True, yeah, and then like everybody got better except the Chiefs. Do the AFC? Do the NFC is like it's just a Mickey Mouse conference at this point, dude. That that they're not looking good whatsoever. AFC is a gauntlet.
2: Yeah, I wish the Browns were an a, an NFC team. I'd be able to sleep much better at night. Like I still am not happy with the Deshaun Watson thing, but I wish there's less competition over there.
1: Yeah, for real no wonder brady came back brady came back
2: yeah brady came back what the hell oh my god i <laughs> i thought they were going to enter the what's his ass um Kyle Trask period
1: oh my god <laughs> is
2: is that is that the guy from florida uh
1: yeah i think so yeah
2: yeah uh but yeah um Kyle Trask. Brady's back dude
1: brady's back um, um there's probably like five other huge signings we completely forgot about what
2: well apparently
1: uh oh oh okay yeah let's talk about aaron Rodgers real quick okay so yeah this dude please. rants. this dude rants about how he like isn't happy with the packers organization and if he can't find a good place to go to he wants to retire this dude signs a four-year contract after that with the Packers. and You're you know doing fun- this
2: all for attention,
1: dude. Yeah, probably just to up his value with his contract, too. But also, they freaking traded Devontae Adams like two weeks after I love that, it. I love which it. Which is amazing.
2: That makes me so happy because oh, I, yeah. I hate Aaron Rodgers of the passion. So I love that Devontae Adams left.
1: I wish he would have gone to a team outside of the AFC, but yeah. I agree. Yeah, but the fact that
2: Aaron signs a four-year contract, bajillion dollar contract and he doesn't have his number one guy. Yeah. I love it. That's amazing. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> um, I, I, said, I know we're forgetting somebody.
1: We definitely I are. Mean,
2: fuck. Um, and do what's going to happen and we'll be editing this and then we'll be like, oh shit, that guy.
1: <laughs> if you think of anyone while we edit this, let's just clip in a random, let, let's just clip in us saying it now. Just the name. Now. Found it. Nothing yet, sir. How about you? Not a thing, sir. What about you guys?
2: We ain't found shit. Whoa, dude, that was a crazy signing. Oh, (laughs) my god! I can't believe that. All right, but yeah, Um, the NFL.
1: Yeah, I got nothing else with the NFL. It's it's been a crazy month, though. Yeah. um, It was
2: probably the craziest NFL offseason of our, our lifetime.
1: It's up there. That's for sure. Just the quarterback situation with every single team is just it, it the whole league in itself, just I don't know, man.
2: Yeah. No, it's it's gonna be an interesting year for sure. And mm-hmm. I I out of the AFC I don't know who the favorite is at this point. Obviously the draft hasn't happened yet.
1: But yeah, I I certainly don't think it's the Chiefs anymore.
2: No. <laughs> Definitely not without Tyreek.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. But uh, we'll see because Dude, all these freaking signings and the draft is a month away.
2: I know. The draft's a month away. Um, when is the draft, by the way? Is it, I know it's in April
1: at some point, I, right? I, it's some week in April, but yeah.
2: Oh, I know what we forgot. What? Marcus Mariota to the Falcons.
1: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Did forget about that? We forgot about uh, Carson Wentz. Yeah. Which, I mean, that that's, that's just, eh. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, Okay.
1: All right, I got nothing else with NFL.
2: No, but uh, speaking of crazy off-seasons, the MLB lockout is officially over. I know that's old news at this point. But we and, haven't
1: talked about it, so now we got to talk about it.
2: Yeah, we're talking about it. Um, they figured out something. I guess we're getting a league-wide DHs. We're getting the shift band after this season.
1: Aren't there bigger bases now? Wasn't that one of the huge issues? Apparently. As if, yeah, I've, I've always just... My biggest critique of the MLB has been small base uh, plates, you know.
2: Well, Dave, the size of the plate doesn't matter, it depends on how you use it.
1: It's the motion of the ocean, baby. <laughs> That's
2: right. <laughs> um, but dude, there have been a, a ton of insane signings in baseball. Like Freddie Freeman is at Los Angeles Dodger now, just came off a world series with the Braves, he's been there his whole career. Now that Dodgers team has the most stacked lineup since like the 78 Bronx Zoo Yankees. Yeah. And it's crazy. Um, of course, uh, Zach Greinke returns to Kansas city from coming from Houston, going back to where he won a Cy Young. And speaking of returns, Albert Pujols is back in St. Louis, which I think is cool. Like, I love it when athletes go back to where they started to end their careers. Like Kevin Garnett did it with the Timberwolves. D did it with the heat. Um, there's probably a, well, I'm not, I don't count like the Paul Pierce thing where he signed like a day contract with yeah. the Celtics, but like, I, I, am happy that he's going to end his career with the Cardinals where he started. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but the two big ones were Trevor Story to the Boston Red Sox, dude. How do you, as a Red Sox fan, are you excited for that infield?
1: You know, as someone who, fo- who deeply follows every roster in the MLB and is a diehard of the, America's game, um, yeah i'm excited
2: (laughs) okay well don't tell the people our secrets
1: uh did this is unrelated to that but didn't fernando tatis get injured over the offseason yeah Isn't he's supposed to be out for a while
2: i think he's gonna miss the beginning of the start of the season
1: don't get me wrong i will follow the red sox and pirates because those are the teams i like but fernando tatis like made me want to like watch baseball and actively pursue like a greater interest in it yeah no that
2: That Padres team should be more fun than they are. Yeah. Um, Like, I love Manny Machado. He's one of my favorites in the league, too. And him, you know, next to Tatis. I love that.
1: And maybe maybe that's been one of my biggest issues with baseball is that there's a lot of old heads in the media that are like, oh, it's not the spirit of the game. Flipping your bat and just just run around the bases. Like, that's what the, the game was built on. Like, bro, like every major sporting league has adapted and changed over the years.
2: You can't swing at a 3 0 count.
1: Yeah. And then it doesn't help that all the awards are just driven by a bunch of journalists that just, I want to say very bad things about them, but journalists that just like vote based off off of their own interests and whatnot. Like, I don't even.
2: Like, there's uh, no, speaking of the pirates, there's no reason that Barry Bonds should not be in the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah. Absolutely no reason why he shouldn't be.
2: He's one of the greatest baseball players of all time.
1: Obviously, like, he, don't get me wrong, he was great with us, but he really blew up in those years after he left and yeah
2: and like just think like he won like what two mvps in pittsburgh yeah and that wasn't even his prime
1: that was not even his prime that's given he did gain like a hundred pounds of pure muscle after he left but the picture the pictures of the pictures of him whenever he played for the pirates are just so funny to compare to what he looked like like right after that
2: dude completely unrelated but i remember when i was a kid my favorite player was mark mcguire Mm-hmm. And I remember getting in arguments in, like, elementary school, talking about, like, <laughs> there's no way Mark McGuire uses steroids. Like, what? He's not a cheater. And then, like, if you go look at pictures of him, like, his forearms are like Popeye. And, oh like, God. they're bigger than my head.
1: I'm, I'm just looking at Barry Bonds for the Pirates versus Giants. and It's just hilarious. Oh, yeah. Both. Oh, my God. Yeah, he turned into a Milk Dud. <laughs> yeah, that dude. Absolute <laughs> tank.
2: Yeah, he, he should be a Hall of Famer. Oh, for no sure, question. without a doubt. And uh, same with Maguire and Canseco and all those guys. Because you know they're going to put A-Rod in the Hall of Fame, which they should. But, I mean, how could you... I don't like that they pick and choose.
1: Yeah, no, it's the whole hypocrisy behind it. Because as a league that has kind of turned a blind eye and kind of accepted that that happens in the sport, you can't just pick and choose. Yeah. There, there has to be a fine line where you could just accept everyone or no one. Speaking of baseball, real
2: quick. Uh, shout out to Jim Tomey and his wife. Uh, Jim Tomey, of course, the Cleveland Indians legend. Uh, they came out today and said they're canceling their Brown season tickets because of the Watson trade. Hey. Shout out to them. <laughs> we love we love Jim Tomey and his wife. She likes she one of my tweets today calling her husband the goat. So, so they
1: still live in the area.
2: Apparently, yeah. Apparently they had huh. season tickets to the Bronze every year and they canceled well, them because... I mean, I,
1: I guess if you've spent 20 years in the MLB, you could pretty much afford to fly out to Cleveland for games whenever.
2: That's true too. And he had like two stints in Cleveland but one of them was like probably half a season when he was old. Mm-hmm. But no, he still has a statue here. Uh, so shout out to Jim Tomey and his wife doing the right thing. Um. Anyway, the big baseball signing besides Trevor Story. Holy shit, Dave. So... We gotta talk about this Minnesota Twins thing, okay? Correa, Carlos Correa to the Twins. We had Chandler room in the podcast. we were joking. Oh, he's gonna to go to the Tigers. We don't want him in our division. Ha ha ha. Oh, <laughs> well, he's in our division, Dave. <laughs> and the I the Yankees handled the situation horribly. Okay, so it starts out they trade Gio Urshela and. Gary Sanchez of the Twins for Josh Donaldson. And who's the shortstop from Texas?
1: Yeah, um, no, I'm not sure.
2: So they make that trade. And, you know, I'm like, okay, well, you know, they're not going to get you know, like a star third baseman. But Donaldson, he's good. Like, obviously, he could still hit. He was good for Minnesota. But the twins did this trade to clear up cap space. Cause they were going to go out and sign Carlos Correa for three <laughs> years. I don't understand the signing at all. Like I, the twins are not a good team. So I don't know what they're doing with Correa. And I don't know why he would want to go to Minnesota after spending his career in Houston. But now we have to worry about that in our division, as well as Javi Baez and the Tigers improving. Um, Granky, I know he's not his prime self, but he's going back to Kansas city. The White Sox are the White Sox. And we didn't do shit.
1: Well, I mean, Pirates didn't exactly do shit either way, too.
2: Yeah. And I, typically, I'm, like, a defender of the Indians front office, or Guardians front office. I'm going to do that quite a bit, I'm sure. <laughs> but like, uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, we're small market teams. We can't spend big money, blah, 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 blah. Oh, look at Minnesota. They're a small market team, and they didn't give them a massive – I mean, it's a lot of money, but I mean, it's not for like ten years. Like, it's possible yeah. to get stuff done. And but the fact that we did nothing, like not even trading prospects for like a Brian Reynolds or, you know, Mitch Hanniger or something like that, like that's inexcusable. Like this team did not improve at all. Yeah. Like they get an F for this offseason. Like that. This is just abysmal front office work. And I usually defend these people like crazy, but there's no excuse for just not doing anything when everybody else in your division's improving.
1: Right. Well, I mean, that's the story of my fandom with the Pirates, so.
2: Yeah. Well, you guys got uh, Bebo. That, <laughs> you lost Stallings to the Marlins. <laughs> and uh, you guys got uh, Roberto Perez, who's a you know
1: what? We got nice what? Col- we got Cole Tucker and Cabrian Hayes. that That's that's all we need to lead us to a World Series.
2: You know, I think Cole Tucker's <laughs> actually in our uh, minor league system right now. His brother.
1: Yeah, is re- th- Really? I think so. You're but right. He, uh, you're right. I think he is, but yeah. No, dude, Cole Tucker's such a cool freaking guy. I wonder. I think he's still dating Vanessa Hudgens. Fun fact. Wait, what? Dude, Cole Tucker's
2: not dating Vanessa Hudgens. I'm not
1: joking. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, they're they're dating.
2: That's the second most bizarre athlete couple I ever heard in my life, besides Andre Drummond and Sam from iCarly.
1: Mm-hmm. The actress I'm sorry. 33 I'm sorry. and Pittsburgh Pirates player 25 were first linked back in November of 2020. Oh my god, that's awesome. And things have gotten more serious in recent months. Thanks, people dot com. Um do Vanessa yeah.
2: Hutchins is gonna be your guys' as Chloe, like when we had Tristan on the Cavs.
1: <laughs> we used to the Steelers used to have Ariana Grande because she dated Mac Miller, so that was a cold. Okay, but well he didn't now. actually
2: play for the Steelers.
1: I know, I know, but like it's just funny how just a random celebrity will show up here and be like, oh, yeah, you guys had the Kardashians for a minute.
2: We had the Kardashians. <laughs> of course, uh we are linked to potential head coach uh Condoleezza Rice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. Um Ar- Arsenio Hall's a big fan. Hank Aaron was a big Browns fan. And uh Tom Hanks is a Guardians fan. Wow. Yeah. But uh I'm not too happy with my Guardians right now and I've been I'm not happy with the Yankees at all because you know they basically gave the twins the guy they should have signed. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, the Yankees are a much bigger market than Cleveland and Pittsburgh combined. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they didn't have the money to do it. So I don't know what they were thinking because Correa was right there. They could have signed him for a longer contract that he, if they gave him more money, I'm sure he would have signed there.
1: But Mm
2: -hmm. obviously, Yankees fans, you know, still hate the Astros, as we all do. But if you get the chance to sign a guy like Correa, you don't trade for Donaldson and and give up Gio Urshela, who, you know, He's not as good as Donaldson at third base. But if you have Gio there, put Correa next to him. I mean, the the Twins infield might be nasty, dude. Yeah. And I hate the Twins more than probably most teams. But
1: Weren't they good last year, just out of nowhere? No, they were terrible out of nowhere. Oh, never mind. Well, who's the team that was good out of nowhere last year? The Giants. Yes, the Giants.
2: Yeah, they got Carlos Rodon from the White Sox, though. Damn. Yeah, no, he's a... He was their best pitcher last year, so that kind of helps us out, but it's not like they – I mean, they still have, like, Lance Lynn and mm-hmm. Gioito, so it's like – and Dallas Keuchel, of course, but it's like whatever. You know, they're still going to be stacked, and mm-hmm. their offense is insane. Tim Anderson, Jose Rayu, uh Luis Robert probably going to be 100% coming back, and Yon Moncada. It's going to be a tough year to be a Guardians fan, but we got, we got Biebs – um, Savali—they'll so both be healthy, and I really want to trade Pulisak for a bat, but we're not going to do that. He just is kind of a douche, and I don't think he's that great. <laughs> but that's all I have on baseball.
1: I I wish I could contribute more, but you know I'm unfortunately a big Pirates fan.
2: I know, but once the season rolls around, you have <clears throat> nothing else to watch.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever I get, you know, just go see the Pirates for five dollars.
2: Yeah. I'll 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 travel to Pittsburgh and I'll see you guys play the Marlins again.
1: That was a good game, dude. That was, that was a, good a really good game.
2: Yeah, um, Adam Simber gave up the winning home run. Indians legend. Knock on
1: wood. The last five Pirates games I've gone to, we've won. So,
2: yeah. you know, I'll see the Marlins. I love me some Don Mattingly. I think that he's. You see that uh, MLB Network's doing a documentary on him this week? It's going to be sick.
1: Yeah, I did see that. So
2: I'm definitely gonna watch that.
1: We'll have to, sch- um, we'll have to schedule schedule for you to come to Pittsburgh whenever the pirates play a team you really hate, like the Cubs or something. Obviously, oh, yeah. we play the Cubs all the time.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the Cubs are my baseball equivalent to the Steelers and the Warriors. <laughs> I I, ho- I hope David Ross steps on a Lego.
1: <laughs> for eternity.
2: And then just gets hit up by a bus. <laughs> and yes, I mean Jerome Bettis just like will
1: smithing him. <laughs> We'll get there, Spencer. We'll We'll get get there. there.
2: I'm sorry. Reese, we're coming for you. But uh, Dave, how about March Madness?
1: All right. Um, So yeah, just a couple things until we go over to Oscars talk. Not that much, though. Spencer, have you been paying attention to March Madness at all?
2: Not a fucking bit. I just know that I'm a big
1: peacock guy. (laughs) Well so yeah that's been the basically the, the story of the entire tournament was st peter's small school from jersey city new jersey of like two thousand kids literally smaller than our alma mater of walsh yeah um and like the campus is like a quarter of the size too i looked it up um st peter's the first 15 seed ever made to the elite eight they unfortunately lost to uh, north carolina yesterday and yeah from there we shifted into the final four i don't mean to skip over like Tons of stories. We have so much has happened with it, but that was the main story. But yeah, final four we go into this weekend: Villanova versus Kansas, UNC versus Duke, which I think is the first time they've ever met in March Madness, which which is kind of insane to think about. Or might have been final four, but Coach K is going to get his revenge on UNC, dude. I want as someone. Okay, you have to understand Spencer, and I've talked about this before. I root for chaos when it comes to sports, unless it's you too. Unless it's a team I'm like dedicated to, I root for chaos. I've wanted nothing more than for Duke to lose in the worst way possible, just to be a complete buzzkill for Duke fans.
2: Well, it happened <laughs> in the regular season, at least.
1: Yeah, the freaking Coach K's last game ever. They just got freaking wrecked by a rival in North Carolina.
2: So, so the, I think Coach K is going to get his revenge. I think Duke's going to win it. I think it's it just you, you think the written NCAA, in the stars.
1: The NCAA also would profit so much from that.
2: Yeah, I think it's written in the stars. I would love to see Villanova. Uh, shout out to the homie Riley. She went to Villanova. <laughs> Everboyd's legend. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would love to see Villanova win. I'm, I am I never liked Kansas. I,
1: I don't... Yeah, I've never liked Kansas either. They've always just been like that team that's been like consistently great, but you have no reason to really root for them.
2: Yeah, I'm like... Embiid, but he wasn't Embiid when he was there. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, Cavs legend. Yeah. Kyle, no, not Kyle Lowry.
1: Mario Chalmers. I, I, <laughs> I originally had Arizona winning it, but obviously they lost to Houston. Um, from there, I, I also like yeah. Arkansas, so I was rooting for Arkansas. They lost.
2: Do you know Arizona um, had my favorite college basketball duo of all time? Who? Steve Kerr and Kenny Lofton. <laughs> my God. Isn't that just insane? That's
1: wild, yeah wildcat. Well, I was, the funny thing is I was rooting for Arizona because they, well, I thought they were coached by Pittsburgh legend, Sean Miller, but uh, apparently he got fired at the end of last season. So <laughs> yeah. they had a, yeah, he's from Elwood city PA, but he got fired last season. So they had a like first year coach, which is still impressive for first year coach to take him as far as they did.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. And um, it's hard to follow coaches in college basketball because I mean, they'll, Unless they're like a big school, they'll take jobs from like any school that offers like Dennis. uh,
1: Another crazy thing is it another crazy thing with uh, college coaches is, is it's hard to get fired as a college coach. Yeah. Like there are so many college coaches that are just around 500, but have coached for the same school for like 10 plus years.
2: Right. Well, you see Bob Huggins is a finalist for the Basketball Hall of Fame this year. Really? Walsh, you know he, Walsh legend, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. Speaking yeah, of fun, that, the best... fun
1: fact for all those listening: West Virginia head coach Bob Huggins' first ever coaching position as a head coach was at Walsh University.
2: Absolutely. And speaking of Walsh University, the best college coach in the country, and I will die on the hill for this: Jeff Young,
1: goat. goat, freaking goat,
2: absolutely. But no, I'm I'm excited for the final four. When do those games start?
1: Saturday, and then the championship is Monday.
2: Okay. Well, let's we'll recap that for you guys for sure. I'm, I I'm, I will I'm,
1: be. I will be freaking rooting for UNC all the freaking way. Really? Okay, I'm. You, I'm cheering I, for, I, you're cheering for Duke.
2: Well, the only reason is because the one year I was a Duke, I, I'm not gonna say I was a Duke fan. I was a Duke watcher. Was because the Cavs were terrible, and I assumed we were getting Zion. Right. So I just watched Duke a ton. So I guess that's why I have respect for them. But overall, I'm cheering for Villanova, UNC. Um, I mean, they're good. I don't know what's going to happen because Kansas is good too.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. In a perfect world for me, I want Villanova and UNC in the championship. Knowing the NCAA, it's just going to be Duke and Kansas anyways. So.
2: Yeah, but
1: we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see what it is.
2: Yeah, going back to Christian Lanier. Um, <laughs> so, Dave, what are these letters on our rundown?
1: <sighs> okay, so last thing I want to talk about, USMNT. You know what that stands for?
2: United States mutant ninja turtles.
1: You're the worst, dude. <laughs> <laughs> U.S. men's national soccer team.
2: Oh yeah, Areola.
1: <laughs> Paul Areola.
2: Yeah, Domina.
1: Freaking Christian Pulisic. Um, they yesterday they beat Panama. They're uh, pretty much in the World Cup this year after missing it uh, the last time. So, yeah pretty stoked about that um you know what you know just you think of the most think of the name this random country in the world that loves soccer the most
2: um u.s
1: okay seriously
2: i don't know like
1: brazil italy is not in the world cup this year they didn't qualify
2: yeah, they lost to my northern Macedonians.
1: Yeah, they lost. Let's Literally, go. all they had to do was win or tie, and they allowed to go with like three minutes left in the game. They got Portugal. Uh, yeah. They got
2: Portugal tomorrow. If they win, they're going to the World Cup. If you guys don't know, I'm a Macedonia soccer fan. <laughs> I'm being completely serious. I was I know, after with Euros, the Euros last yeah. year, they got smoked, but they, we, you know, my boys in the homeland, they beat. Hey, they Italy. won. They
1: won where it matters this year.
2: Yeah. No. <laughs> My my boy is from uh, Macedonia, so he has me cheering for Macedonia soccer. So I'm oh my God. I'm running through a wall, baby. We're beating <laughs> Portugal tomorrow. I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty happy for the U.S. They finally won in a convincing fashion against an inferior opponent. Um, the World Cup's gonna be really interesting this year. That's yeah. just to put it lightly, because it's the first. Well, not only is there tons of controversy with it being in Qatar this year. Um, it's also the first time the world cup has ever been played during winter time. It's in November and December.
2: Oh, why? Well, because it's,
1: because it's in the middle East and it would be impossible to like play during the heat during summer in the desert. Okay. So yeah, apparently all these stadiums that they're building have like in, have like cooling, even though they're like open air stadiums. So that'll be interesting. Also it's obvious. This happens with every world cup, but it's seven hours ahead of us. So watching games is going to be kind of a pain in the ass, but I'm going to make it work.
2: Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, I, I really love, I'm, I'm excited to see the U S hopefully Macedonia gets the win tomorrow. <laughs> and, uh, no, I, I'm becoming more of a soccer fan. I've been watching the crew. We're looking pretty just, good.
1: I, I, I tell you this every time you got to come check out a Riverhounds game in Pittsburgh. I want sometime, man. It's so but, freaking fun.
2: But do this ETN guy, he's looking pretty good this year. Yeah. He, he's a beast. And, um, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we'll do some more crew talk later, but obviously the World Cup is more yeah. important. <laughs> but, we've,
1: we've and we—I mean—we've also had so much to cover today, so yeah,
2: this is a long episode, and um, it's about <laughs> to get longer because. Wait, real quick. Do you have anything to say about soccer? Anything nah,
1: else? I'm all good, man. Let's do it.
2: All right, we're we are finally the moment you've been waiting for. Getting into the Oscars with Reese Young, talking movies, bitch slapping. Uh, that's basically it. Not in that order, but um, yeah. Here she is. Here's Reese Young hi thank you thanks for being here um so great right, side note before we talk about like the Oscars and stuff I was listening to one of our older episodes Dave and I, we were doing an interview with somebody and I introduced myself as Dave and US Spencer
1: and I'm yeah, sure I, r- I remember editing that and I'm like I'm just keeping it
2: <laughs> yeah it's fine
1: anyway Reese how you been
0: I'm super good staying busy but living my
2: best life good Very how good r- good um your cat's there your fire alarm's going off we're we're doing great yep all right anywho um did you watch the oscars reese i did i watched the whole thing and were you satisfied we'll, we'll get more into the the nitty and gritty stuff but were you satisfied overall
0: overall yes yes
2: okay well it we're just
0: enough. well
2: we have to start with the big story from the oscars because i forgot what won until I looked it up the day after, even though I watched the entire thing, but it was overshadowed by uh Will Smith and Chris Rock. It was funny, Dave. Um, So you were texting me like two minutes, like before it happened, right?
1: Yeah. So for just a little bit of context for myself, I'm not a big award show guy. And I was texting Spencer about it. And I was like, "I I just, I'm not into award shows. I'm just not into celebrities, just like hyping themselves up so much. And that's when, Stuff kind of went down.
2: (laughs) Oh my god. So obviously, uh, Chris Rock was doing his thing, just kind of ripping on people. For those who don't know, obviously, um, first of all, where have you been? But also, he was ripping on people. He gets to Jada Pinkett Smith, he compares her to GI Jane because of her, you know, lack of hair. It turns out she has alopecia, but obviously, I don't think he knew that. And Will Smith thinks it's hilarious. And then he looks over at Jada, and at some point in between, when the camera cuts from jada to will i assume jada says something to will and will just gets up on stage and just smacks the shit out of chris rock and yells at him you know what what was he saying
1: keep my wife's name out your fucking
2: mouth and uh it was the most surreal moment in oscars i wouldn't say history probably since the moonlight thing um so yeah reese what was your initial reaction to that
0: Initially, I definitely thought it was staged into oh the sound cut and people were kind of freaking out and realized that it definitely was not staged and he did go up there and smack the shit out of him. Um I thought it was very funny initially, but then I kind of realized it was way not cool. And the Senate, especially at then he won Best Actor and had a standing ovation. It was just like really awkward. Yeah, I know.
2: So. you know. I, I'm, I'm not saying he shouldn't have won for King Richard. Oh, wait, before we get into that. So I text, Reese and I were texting like during the show and I'm like, oh my God, Will Smith, I can't believe it. And Reese dead ass goes, I know. I thought Andrew Garfield or Benedict Cumberbatch should have won.
1: Oh my God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I was more concerned about who won other than the drama on stage.
2: You know what? I thought I was going to be too, but uh, it was a combination of Will Smith was being an asshole. And th- this might be the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like, I know it's not funny,
1: <laughs> but it, it was kind of funny. I got to be real. I love, well, obviously it wasn't that cool of a move from Will Smith, but I loved the reaction from Eddie Murphy. Just, or excuse me, sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> sorry. I said it like 30 times today. No, his uh, freaking reaction whenever he was, he was just like, wow, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Chris Rock definitely
2: handled it very professionally, a lot more professionally than he should have.
1: Chris Rock ate that hit.
2: He really did. He took it like a <laughs> champ and yeah. It, yeah. he just kind of played it off like oh, you know, that's just part of the show. show goes on. But he was a little, you know, shook up, but he did all he could do in a given situation that nobody could have seen. But uh, it's funny that you say that about Eddie Murphy because I was following, I was reading Zach Fox on Twitter and he said, oh, my God, what's his name from Shark Tale? Just smack the shit out of Donkey. It's <laughs> always so like Donkey's Eddie Murphy. And he goes, now it's even funnier.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: That might be one of the best nights in Twitter history, honestly. Just from all of the memes that came from it.
1: But- Is it? I mean, it's at the time of recording this, it's been two days. And I got to be honest, I'm kind of tired of the memes. But at the same time, not really.
2: Re- like right when I think I'm tired of them, they get funny again. Yeah, like, I think it's mostly funny just because Will Smith has cucked into another dimension. Yeah, and I don't know, man. Like I didn't think that. Like obviously, I don't think that Will or Chris Rock knew about her alopecia, but it wasn't even it wasn't even that offensive of a joke in my opinion. And like you can get offended by whatever you want, but it, I, Chris Rock has said much worse about people.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: All right. Risio, anything else to say about the Will Smith situation? I
0: don't know. I just especially thought it was weird because everyone makes jokes about everyone all night. Like that's just like part of the Oscars every year is they're all kind of dissing each other and it's like lighthearted. So for something just to go that drastic was super, super weird, super uncalled for. And, and the, whole, the whole, the
1: whole GI Jane callback, like that's like a dated reference to like, yeah, <laughs>
2: And like, uh, remember Ricky Gervais a couple years ago? I don't know if it was the Oscars or Golden Globes. Like, he was Golden
1: Globes. Oh my God. He went crazy. He went
2: insane on everybody in Hollywood and he didn't get his, he didn't get smacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were much more offensive jokes. But, uh, I mean, I didn't even think Will was offended. I think he was just trying to, I think Jada gave him that look like, you know, what Tupac and August would do for me. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of want, it hurts to say because I love Fresh Prince and Men in Black, but I think I lost a little bit of respect for Will that
1: night. I think, I mean, don't get me wrong. I It definitely wasn't a good move and I lost a lot of respect. But at the same time, I feel like it was just like a culmination of just like four years of jokes building up for him about Jada and whatnot. And yeah. that just, just where, kind of, that was kind of the tipping point for it.
2: Yeah. Um, and with all that being said, I will fight to the death. Everybody hates Chris is better than the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air agreed Reese is shaking her head
0: no I'm Fresh Prince all the way sorry
2: I mean I love me some Carlton but I, do, I also love me some Rochelle and Julius and Risky But uh, I
0: respect it it's okay
2: Okay, uh, as long as you want to smack the shit out of me, um, Not to me. gee thanks um, it helps that we're on Zoom I will say but um, yeah that's about it um all I have to say about that, I'm team Chris Rock. Um, you know, Will get some help, man. I don't think that's a good relationship for you. Um, but now let's go on to that. what the Oscars are actually about. Um, Dave, did you see any of the movies nominated for anything this year?
1: Um, No, but I have the list of winners for everything pulled okay. up right now.
2: So obviously the big one is Best Picture. We'll start with that. Reese, what do you think about Coda winning? I watched it today and I really enjoyed it.
0: I loved Dakota. I've actually seen it four or five times now since it uh, got really? released on Apple TV. Yeah. Um, I have a love for deaf culture, and I do know sign language myself, so like, I definitely found the movie so, so wholesome, but I don't know if I th- – I don't think it deserved Best Picture up against um, some of the, um- the other nominees, but I'm not mad that it won because it's so cute.
2: I agree. Like I um I I definitely enjoyed it and I'm not mad about it winning Best Picture. Like there's some years where I feel very strong, like the Year Parasite one, I thought that was the queer favorite. Uh, the year the shape of water one, I hated it. And I was like anything but that movie. But no, I mean there's nothing to say that I was like, oh, that's the number one movie for me at least. I mean, my pick was Belfast, but uh I'm not upset at all that Coda won. Um so what was your pick to win Best Picture?
0: Uh I I wanted Dune to win, but I knew it wouldn't. I actually thought Power of the Dog would win just because of all the reviews. And it was definitely seen as kind of the powerhouse that it was going to win. Yeah. Um, but Coda was the one I picked last minute because it was had moved up the leaderboard.
2: Okay. Um, no, I enjoyed Power of the Dog very much. Um, I thought Benedict Cumberbatch was really good. But he's always good in everything where he's not Doctor Strange um i didn't like who was the main kid like chris and dunce's son i didn't think he was that good and I, he got nominated
0: uh cody mick something yeah
2: yeah yeah he has a he has a I'm trying he has an interesting look to him but uh i don't know i just didn't like his performance in that movie but i thought everybody else is really good i thought the pacing could have used some work but i definitely thought that was the favorite to win yeah but
0: i enjoyed um, it a lot huh i enjoyed it a lot
2: yeah i think that's one of those movies that i'm gonna have to revisit because like i finish and i'm like that's an interesting story there's a couple things i would tweak so i'm not gonna you know say oh it was bad or it was good so i think i need to give it another shot but i will say the one thing about power of the dog that i loved is that benedict cumberbatch uses grinch voice the entire time yeah it was an interesting
0: choice
2: and uh Jesse Plemons got nominated for that Who uh, of course is Todd In Breaking Bad and stole Calvin Cambridge's Alan Iverson jersey and Like Mike Yeah, Dave you ever see Like Mike
1: uh, Yes A while ago
2: Did you know that was not nominated for any Oscars That's kind of bizarre I know that and Mighty Ducks should have just been like Favorites those years they came out
1: That was the same year
2: No I'm just saying oh, those gotcha. are the two greatest Movies I've ever seen so they should have both won Best Pictures, and they got no nominations. Dude,
1: I need to watch Mighty Ducks again, man. It's been a minute.
2: You know, I watched during quarantine. I binge watched all of the Mighty Ducks movies. They're not great, <laughs> but they're.
1: I've recently seen the take that the second one is better than the first.
2: I agree. I agree completely. Yeah. But Gordon Bombay is definitely the villain of those movies. Like he's yeah, a piece of God. he's a piece of shit. <laughs> I, I love Reese. You've seen Mighty Ducks, right? Mm-hmm. okay I love how this is like a lawyer making like six figures a year but he's haunted by his childhood hockey memories <laughs> and oh my god I, I could we could have a whole muddy ducks episode if we wanted to but um I' honestly, that's not a bad idea but it's not gonna be today all right uh are right, going get to best actors and actresses and all that stuff who did you like that one who do you think should have won Reese
0: um I actually really wanted. Uh, Olivia Coleman to win Best Leading Actress for her performance in The Lost Daughter so I was kind of disappointed but not that mad that uh, what's her name Jessica Chastain won
2: yeah I thought it was uh, gonna be, I thought that was like a lock for what's her face for Spencer oh Kristen Kristen Stewart Kristen Stewart yeah from Twilight yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, she was really good in Spencer.
2: Yeah, great name for a movie. But um, uh, yeah, I thought she was the clear favorite. So I'm surprised that Jessica Chastain won.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was definitely very surprised. And I was very happy that um, Tony from CODA won Best Supporting Actor. I, I think, think it was well-deserved.
2: I thought that was really wholesome how they announced him. Like she did it in sign language. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know he was actually deaf until the awards
0: yeah all the deaf actors in that movie are actually deaf
2: really mm-hmm. huh like even the mom and brother and stuff mm-hmm. wow i didn't know that and i saw the movie like the movie it was based on before but i've never seen like the actual like oscar wedding coda until today and mm-hmm. dave if you have apple tv definitely recommend it so um, is that good yeah it's pretty good um i well again it wasn't my pick, but I'm definitely not mad that it won. Mm-hmm. And apparently, it wasn't Reese's pick either. Um, well, I'm not mad that it won. <laughs> no. Uh. Okay. So, what supporting actor was um what was his name Tony? Mm-hmm. Uh. Who who won supporting actor? Oh, from West Side Story, which I haven't seen yet.
0: It was very well deserved. Dream is Ariana. I forget her last name, but definitely very deserved. She's won a lot of awards so far for supporting actress in West Side Story.
2: It's so weird because I remember before it came out, all the old heads were like, oh, my God, they shouldn't touch this classic. And now it's like one of the most acclaimed movies of the year. So yeah. I'm I'm surprised it was as successful as it was. So I, I, it's on my list of things to watch. I haven't seen it yet, though.
0: It's very, very, very good. Very yeah.
2: Good. I mean, um, everything
0: Steven Spielberg does is pretty great, so
2: true um yeah unless he like doesn't you know send out like re-edited versions like how he did with no, that was george lucas i'm sorry my uh do what i did dave i mixed up the south park episode where george lucas and steven spielberg were trying to do raiders of the lost ark remastered
1: dude i literally just watched that like a week or two ago (laughs) oh my god
2: reese you watch south park Mm -mm. oh never mind you're no fun sorry oh my god i'm gonna smack you like will smith now
0: okay i'm too busy <laughs> watching from these
2: uh yeah so um just kind of wrapping things up is there like talk about like the categories we haven't touched on like director or
1: i i did see that dune pretty much won like every single award with production and even the uh, best score
0: yep it won music, production design, sound design, visual effects, and cinematography.
2: Jeez. Don't kill me, but I did not like Dune.
1: I haven't seen it yet, but and I definitely edit. want to. Sorry. What do <laughs> you say, Reese?
0: And film editing. Sorry. It yeah, won it, a lot.
2: I didn't I like the whole movie, like visually is really cool. And the, the whole movie was just building up to sequels, which is like one of my right. biggest pet peeves. Like I hate like the Marvel movies, for example, they can't just focus on making like a, you know, a good movie. Like it has, they have to be (laughs) focused on, you know, how they're going to incorporate it into this universe with this character. It's like, just worry about the movie you're working on now. That was my biggest beef with Dune. So I think I'm excited for the sequels, but the first one just was kind of exposition in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Now the one I hated is Licorice Pizza. I I know I'm in the minority, but I I despise that movie and I should have loved it
0: everything other than the age gap I love
2: even the racism
0: okay man yeah minus the
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I mean I love Paul Thomas Anderson and like the direction he goes with like especially when it goes to, like 70s nostalgia and the uh, in California but I don't know that just totally threw me off For the entire movie and it just felt like I was Watching something I shouldn't have been But
0: I totally understand
2: But what's her name Alex Heim
0: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah she was really good in it uh, Dave you know the band Heim
1: Yeah, Heim?
2: yeah it was one of, the, one of the sisters
1: Oh really jeez I didn't know
2: that Yeah all
0: the sisters are in it Wait really I thought huh. it was just her no, the sister, her, the girls that play her sisters in the movie are her actual sisters.
2: Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, yeah, those are her three sisters. I mean, their music smacks. I'm not even gonna lie. Did, did you ever hear that song she did with Charlie, where it's like? You gotta tell me the reason. Yeah. <laughs> Banger. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're
1: pretty good. They're pretty yeah. good.
2: But uh, uh, Questlove one for the documentary. Uh did you see that one? The what's it called? This what what one best documentary? Summer of Soul. Summer of Soul. Yeah. But it was overshadowed because Chris Rock just got smacked seconds before it won. <laughs> but I heard good things about that. Have you seen that yet, Reese? I haven't. Okay. I think it's on Hulu, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, imagine like putting your like life and soul into, um, pun intended, Summer of Soul. And then, like, that whole thing happens with Will Smith right before that <laughs> happens. Like, your one moment of, like, recognition and everything.
2: I love that, like, Will Smith smacks Chris Rock and then Questlove Woods and Oscar. Like, that's the most tw- <laughs> that's the most Philly 20 seconds in history. For real. <laughs> All they needed was Dr. J to come out or some shit. <laughs> but, no, yeah, I got to check that out. And um, Kanto won Best Animated Feature. I haven't seen that I've uh, heard
1: nothing but great things about it though really yeah yeah
2: I, I gotta check that out um Reese did you like Encanto I haven't seen it either oh really yeah all right you're not welcome on our show anymore
1: well if it means anything my five-year-old niece is obsessed with it already so uh,
2: it does you- mean something. I'll <laughs> add that to my list.
1: <laughs> wait what can we get your niece on the show uh yeah sure i mean she only watches that in frozen so
2: no we're gonna get her to watch the browns this year
1: <laughs> oh my god
2: dude introduce her to masters of the
1: gridiron <laughs> she definitely have nightmares from that
2: <laughs> i think i have nightmares from that i forgot still.
1: me i forgot we reviewed that oh my god that oh. feels like forever ago
2: <laughs> i will say i liked masters of the gridiron i think it's a better film than licorice pizza yeah there was never a fight scene in licorice pizza intercut with michael stanley singing in an empty municipal stadium (laughs) my god anyway uh so overall reese uh you thought it was a successful year for the oscars a lot of things that deserve to win one i
0: definitely i definitely think so
2: okay um well with that being said that's the oscars of 2022 um are there any other movies coming up that you're excited for that you've seen recently that weren't up for awards that you just liked and recommended the people
0: um, I recently just watched Fresh on Hulu with Sebastian Stan.
2: Okay.
0: He is... Um, gorgeous. Psychotic. His character is psychotic. But he the man character- is... What?
2: I said the man is gorgeous. He is gorgeous. All right, go he,
0: on. It's very... Um, it's like a thriller, horror thriller. Okay. I think it's his best performance ever. Definitely recommend. Really? Highly recommend, yeah.
2: There's another like thriller out right now called X. I think it's A24. I haven't seen that yet, but I heard nothing but good things about that. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that this week. Um, Did you see Batman yet?
0: I did. Yeah, I, I loved it.
2: Holy shit,
1: I loved it so much.
2: Yeah, I hey, thought it was great. You need to see this movie. I'm telling you.
1: Which movie did you say? Batman. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I really need to see that. Something in the way. That's all. That's all my TikTok for you page has been for the past like two weeks. As it should be. I think it's the best Batman
2: movie to date. Like better than Dark Knight. Like I, I'm not overshooting that.
1: Is it set up to have any sequels?
2: Yes, but it doesn't beat you over the head with it, like I was complaining about earlier.
1: Yeah, like without without any spoilers or anything, obviously. But I just didn't know how that would pan out.
2: Yeah. So right after the sex scene with Batman and Commissioner Gordon. (laughs) Spoilers, by the
1: way. So,
2: really much for the batman yeah so robert pattinson just takes off his batman mask and he's been edward cullen the entire time oh my god <laughs> do, do what they should do they should make willem defoe the joker and they should just recreate the lighthouse shot by shot in their are just in batman costumes
0: i'll make that for you
2: oh do you have could you get a uh, hold of both those guys yeah yeah okay. all right reese young Thank you for joining our show.
0: Of course. Anytime. It's, thanks for having
2: me. It's, it's been a pleasure. Um, all right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, next week is Dave and I's big WrestleMania SmackDown in your face. Spectacular. We got Young Shy on the episode, and we will be creating our own wrestlers. So you're not going to want to miss that. Um, Dave, do you have anything to say to the people before you log off?
1: Uh, just the usual. Make sure you hit us up on the Twitter and Instagram at the i76podcast. Let us know how we're doing and if there's anything we should talk about and we'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah. And if uh, you
2: don't subscribe to us on Spotify or follow us on social media, we will tell Jada Pinkett Smith that you made fun of her hair. Nice. (laughs) All right. Uh, Good show, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.